Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight! Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells. Yeah, I let that one go a little bit longer today because it is the. Last time in 2018 that we will be hearing the late, great Sammy Davis Jr. sing that delightful holiday-themed slang song. Actually, it's not even holiday-themed. It does, as I uh, think I mentioned the first time that we played that as our intro music, that uh, there's actually no holiday of any kind, secular, religious, or whatever, mentioned in the song Jingle Bells. But in any event... I'm a purist, people, and Christmas is Tuesday, and our next show isn't until next Friday, at which point in time we will be back to the regular music, both in the intro and the outro. Well, actually, we're going to have a new intro song uh, for 2019, which we'll go ahead and start next week. Uh, Nothing against the great Rotary Connection and I Am the Black Gold of the Sun, but there's a... There's a couple of issues with it. Um, Number one, none of us can seem to find a really good, clean recording of it. Uh, The sound quality is pretty bad. And yes, I know that we're on AM radio, but we're also on podcasts. We're also available via streaming where the sound quality is considerably better. So we want to give you, the listeners, an optimal quality listening experience. So uh, I have uh, selected a new piece. I will not uh, disclose it at this point in time. But it's a little bouncier. It's a little. It's got a little more pep in its step. Um, we'll be playing most of the instrumental portions of it, very little of the lyrics, because I think some of them would have to probably be bleeped out. But uh, the front end of the song, uh, which is what you will hear on the air, uh, will be fine, and you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to like it. We'll, of course. Keep the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra, on at the tail end of the show. Uh, he'll go back to singing Tangerine next week. Got uh, one more week of uh, him singing some uh, some holiday music, Let It Snow. You're listening to Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday. I am your host, Yale Hollander. My co-host, Annalicia Coker, is somewhere on the surface of the planet Earth. Uh, not exactly sure where, uh, but she has uh, she has already chimed in this morning uh, via text to let me know that she is en route, albeit with only the benefit, if you can call it the benefit, of three hours of sleep, and she has a 10-hour workday ahead of her. So uh, we will uh, we will ease her into the show as uh, as she comes in. We of course have the magic man himself. Peyton behind the glass on the board, making everything sound fantastic, even if you are listening on AM radio. When you're not hearing static, you're hearing crystal clear AM music, uh, music, AM sound. I'm going on like four and a half hours of sleep, so I know uh, somewhere our show founder and benefactor and godfather uh, and Maestro Chris Sear is is kicking back and, and laughing 
uh, as he's probably going on 56 or 57 consecutive hours uh, of being awake, uh, and he is thumbing his nose at us uh, right now for our complaints about getting only a paltry collective seven and a half hours of sleep uh, between the two of us. Um, I would say between the two of us, but there's still only one of us in the studio. But none of us are in the studio without the benefit of some amazing sponsors of Impolite Company and of Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday in particular. Of course, we thank Taco Circus. Taco Circus. Fun! 42.58 Schiller. That's at the, the confluence, the intersection, the juncture, the junction of Schiller and Morgan Ford in the Bevo neighborhood in beautiful South St. Louis City. Taco Circus features Austin-style Tex-Mex cuisine. It is available for 12 hours daily on Fridays and Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Get yourself a breakfast burrito. Get yourself some Migas, which is not to be confused with the hip-hop supergroup Migos. Migas, it's like eggs and tortillas and, and other stuff. Get yourself some Huevos Rancheros. That's right, Austin-style Tex-Mex breakfast cuisine. And, of course, lunch and dinner cuisine. Eat in, carry out. Uh, check out their variety of, of hot sauces that they have there. Uh, you know, get yourself a quesadilla. If you, you, know, you want to kind of Americanize things and, and not be adventurous like me, uh, <laughs> the tacos are delicious. Uh, I will say that. Um, I can put away quite a few of them uh, at one time, and I'm sure you will too. So that's Taco Circus, 4258 Schiller. Look for the Bevo Mill. It's that big old windmill splopped down there. Splopped? There's a large windmill on Gravoy. If you're passing it from the west, you've gone too far. Turn around. Drive west. Then look for Morgan Ford. Go south on Morgan Ford. And then it'll whip around and you'll see Schiller Place and you'll see Taco Circus. Go in, eat some eat some delicious Austin style Mexican food. Don't do it on a Tuesday though. I know Tuesday is Taco Tuesday, but that's too cliche for the culinary contrarians at Taco Circus. They're not open on Tuesday. They're open Wednesday through Monday, though, 12 hours a day on Friday and Saturday. Otherwise, it's 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. You want tacos for dinner any night other than Friday and Saturday? That's fine. Just carry out. Eat early. Eat your dinner at 3 o'clock. I mean, you know, I'm over 50 years old, so I, I frequently eat dinner over 3 o'clock, you know, around that time. That's not true. I'm, I'm completely lying to you about that, but that's okay. Carry it out. Warm it up later. I don't care. Go. Taco Circus. Feeling thirsty? Feeling unsure about uh, what uh, may lie ahead for you? Well, my friend, you need to head to the Fortune Teller Bar. The Fortune Teller Bar is located at 2635 Cherokee. 
That's in the heart of the historic and picturesque Cherokee Arts and Business District. They have got many, many varieties of whiskeys and other mixed cocktails, many of which can be enhanced with some craft bitters. They have an in-house bitters laboratory. How many bars do you know of that have not only a laboratory on premises, but a bitters laboratory dedicated to the intense enhancement of your craft cocktail beverage? Or get a craft beer. Get your future told. It's called the Fortune Teller Bar for a reason. It's not like, you know, um, former Kansas City television anchorman Don Fortune and Teller from Penn & Teller got together and decided to open a bar. No, they have actual soothsayers there. You can get your palm read there. You can have your tea leaves read there. Maybe there will be a phrenologist who will, you know, uh, put their hands on your forehead and be able to predict your future based upon um, what is probably just, you know, a a bad case of of morning acne. Is that even a thing, morning acne? I don't know. Go to the Fortune Teller Bar, have a drink, watch the folks go by on Cherokee. And you can also go to the Crow's Nest. The Crow's Nest is at 7336 Manchester. That's in Maplewood. Maplewood, always up to no good. That's not true. Maplewood is actually a, uh, a, a, very, uh, a very lovely place, a gentle place. They have a, a lovely uh, downtown area, and Crow's Nest is right in the middle of it. You'll see the bright red lights in the window. Uh, even during the daytime, they stand out. Go in there. Have a delicious, delicious hamburger or cheeseburger. Get the Gorgonzola burger. It's really good. Ask them to do it medium rare, though, so that the juices of the burger mingle with the Gorgonzola. Oh, man, it's so good. Get some waffle fries. I uh, I made a proclamation uh, about this time. Now, I guess this is, la- yeah, last Friday night uh, on Twitter that uh, I'm, I'm over French fries, uh, but not waffle fries. I'm just talking about your traditional... Stick style French fries. I don't know. I just uh, maybe I just had a bad order of them. I won't say where. It certainly wasn't the Crow's Nest though. Crow's Nest doesn't have French fries. Crow's Nest has waffle fries, and they are delicious. Order the pork poutine. That's a whole basket of waffle fries that has jalapeno gouda cheese sauce, lovingly poured over it, not just casually slopped on there. They lovingly glaze the fries with this jalapeno. Gouda cheese sauce and some pork gravy and some green onions for health and some bacon for health, mental health more than anything. Crow's Nest is at 7336 Manchester. They have wonderful food. They also have great craft cocktails. They have craft beers. They have just regular old beer. You can get a Pabst Blue Ribbon there. You can get a can of Stag there. You can get a Stiegelrodler. No, that is not a German tennis player. It is a grapefruit beer, and it is delicious. So, that's the crow's nest. And, of course, very special sponsor, Clementine's Naughty and Nice Creamery. 
located at 730 DeMunn in Clayton and 1637 South 18th Street. In Lafayette Square, Clementine's has the world's most decadent, most fabulous ice cream. Some of it is fortified with actual alcohol. They will card you uh, before you buy it. Uh, but they've got plenty of family-friendly flavors. They have vegan-friendly flavors. That's right, vegan ice cream. You may think I'm insane, but my 13-year-old daughter loved it before she even knew that it had not a drop of dairy in it. And it won an award. Their their uh, coconut fudge ice cream actually won award and won an award as the best vegan ice cream in America. They have all kinds of uh, holiday themed flavors. They just uh, wrapped up a couple of batches of Hanukkah themed flavors. They've got some Christmas themed flavors going on right now. They've got uh, a, a gingerbread ice cream that's embedded with chocolate covered gingerbread men. Um, that sounds amazing. Uh, they have a uh, peppermint ice cream, which they just rolled out uh, recently. This is not to be confused with their creme de menthe ice cream that they had this summer, which was a uh, grasshopper, but it was uh, creme de menthe based, which was, uh, which was delightful. Um, Clementine's also now offers their own house, house brand roasted coffee. Goshen Coffee uh, is, the, uh, is the actual roaster. But they have worked with Clementines to develop their own proprietary uh, roast and proprietary blend. It's called French Bistro Roast. It's got uh, a, a little bit of a, uh, a chocolatey angle to it. It is delicious when poured on some of Clementines' delicious Madagascar vanilla bean ice cream. That's a whole lot of delicious right there. Delicious coffee, delicious ice cream. Sure wish I hadn't have left my uh, thermal mug full of it. On my kitchen counter this morning because I could certainly use it right now. But uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, I have a pretty good thermal mug, so it will probably still be piping hot by the time I get back later on this morning. And we want to say a special thank you to our friends at Clementine's who just this week have re-upped their sponsorship with us for the next three months. So I can tell you that at least from now... Through the end of March, you will be hearing me sing the praises of Clementine's Naughty and Nice ice creams, coffees, and other delicious sweet treats. Thank you to Tamara and to Frank at Clementine's. Again, 730 DeMunn and Clayton, 1637 South 18th in Lafayette Square. Well, you've heard the chime, and the chime indicates that we are now joined by co-host Annalicia Coker. Good yes. morning, Annalicia. Good morning. Good, mo- Good morning, Yale. Good morning, Peyton. Good morning to the world. Uh, very excited to be here. Yeah. What up? What up? Uh, you and me. On a collective seven and a half hours of sleep. We're doing it. Yeah, we are. This we is, are. This is what America is about. But but it's you know, we're we're not uh we're not complaining, um, because we were we were doing stuff that we loved last night. Uh we just had to do it late at night because that's the way it works sometimes. Um I uh I was actually a uh 
an audience member at one show, uh, an early show, and then uh, I was uh, in a show uh, late last night. Uh, uh, the early show was uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours. That is a show that is hosted by uh, our impolite company cousin, uh, our Monday man, Sam Lyons. He co-hosts that with uh, Meredith Hopping, uh, who was our scheduled guest this morning. But uh, as I will allude to later on, uh, she was also involved with the late show that I was involved with last night. And uh, I had the, uh, I won't say honor and privilege, uh, but I, I, I was present as most of the color left her body uh, and uh, she uh, sank into uh, a uh, general malaise uh, that has got her uh, knocked off of her feet this morning. So we will be rescheduling her, but we hope that uh, she gets to feeling better. Uh, she's got a very big uh, next 10 days or so going on, not only um, the Yours, Mine, and Our show last night, and then she also participated in the uh, St. Louis Independent Comedy Holiday Special last night. Uh, but she and her husband run a run. I guess that's the right term. I think. Uh, they preside over uh, – they've got a church. They, ha- they have Harmony Church in, in, in Overland, um, just south of uh, the Rock Road, um, a little bit east uh, – I'm sorry, a little bit west of the inner belt there. Harmony Church, uh, they will be having uh, two services on Christmas Eve. Uh, one at 4.30 uh, p.m. or 4 or 4.30 p.m. and then one at like 10.30 p.m. Uh, that night. So she's got a busy night. She is. She's not an ordained pastor, but she is like the youth pastor, and, and she does uh, take the pulpit uh, along with her husband, uh, Nate, who is a pastor. Uh, so uh, they've, got, uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on. Plus, Meredith's got her first club hosting weekend. Next weekend, she's going to be hosting for Nicole Byers at Helium Comedy Club. So the last thing that I wanted to do was to make her feel like she had an obligation to get out of bed early this morning, sacrifice her comfort and her health to come in and talk to us when we are more than capable of carrying our own water for this show. Uh, And we will have her in when she is back at 100%, and it will be great. She's been on the show before. She'll be on the show again. Meredith, get well soon, and by gum, Merry Christmas to you. What else do we have going on? Oh, very exciting. I have uh, added to the growing collection of bumper stickers on my car because I am a a 17-year-old child at heart. Um, I got my MLS for the Lou bumper sticker this week. Thank you to the good folks at MLS to the, uh, uh, for the Lou, uh, the organization that is trying to bring Major League Soccer to St. Louis, headed by uh, Carolyn Kindlebetz. Um, I ordered uh, a scarf, one of the uh, supporter scarves for MLS for the Lou, to support the movement in inclement weather. And... Um, they are now sending out these bumper stickers with the products that you can buy from them, but they didn't have them at the time. So I got a hold of somebody over there, and I said, hey, I bought a scarf. Could, could I possibly have a bumper sticker? Would that be something that could be arranged? And they sent me two. They sent me two bumper stickers. You know, that's, that, these, are, these are the people that we're dealing with, folks. 
You ask them for one. Technically, they didn't offer them at the time. I mean, it wasn't like I was entitled to a sticker. They didn't exist when I ordered it. But they decided that it was more important that I feel good about this operation. So not only did they send me the one that I asked for, they sent me twice as many as I asked for. So I know my 13-year-old, soon to be 14, because uh, that's how math works, uh, soccer-loving daughter now has her own bumper sticker, which she really needs to take off of the bar in the family room and put it somewhere else. Stop leaving your things around the house, Faith. So that was uh, that got a little personal there. Um, I have no animus towards the child. She's a good kid. She just leaves things around. Were you like that as a child? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I leave things around all the time. I'm a 30-year-old child. I still leave things around. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're being so honest because we're going to be able to fact check you on that next week. And why would that be? Because my mom is going to be on again. Mama Alicia. Oh, sweet Jan Jan. She is coming in next week to ring out 2018 and ring in 2019 three days early. Uh, so we are looking forward to that. Hopefully her health will not fail her, and, and we'll have her in next week. I know I'm I'm very excited uh, about that. Um, so for the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of lamenting the fact that I haven't really been getting into the holidays this year. Um, it's a little better this week. Uh, I've listened to a little more holiday music, and that seems to be kind of doing the trick so you know maybe it's just hitting at the right time but i think i figured out what one of the problems is oh no what's that well you know i haven't seen a whole lot of christmas lights out i mean usually just in my neighborhood alone tons and tons of neighbors put out lights and it's just festive and it just it just casts that kind of that uh ambiance of the holidays Nobody on my street has holiday lights this oh, year. No. The, fo- the folks up on the corner uh, do have one of those little inflatable snowmen that blows up every night. So, I mean, and that is illuminated. So, I mean, there is that. But it's like none of my other neighbors, I guess, decided to go to the effort. So I thought, well, maybe that's just a West County thing. Maybe, you know, maybe just the the uh, overabundance of, of uh, strip malls. Uh, has just gotten everybody so, you know, over-Christmased out that they don't want to do it at their own homes anymore. Maybe people are just having seasonal depression because uh, Chesterfield Mall is now a a shadow of its former self, basically an an empty hull with a Macy's and a cheesecake factory. (laughs) But then I was driving through the city last night, the beautiful, wonderful city of St. Louis that I love so much, uh, and especially down in South City where in, in most years you have a lot of houses lit up and decorated and just not so much this year. Oh, wow. There are six houses on my block. In 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 South City? Yeah. I li- okay. Well, but maybe. I just must live on a very festive block. It must be because I can tell you that traveling down Kings Highway – um, all the way to Gravoy, I just didn't see a oh, whole lot. Yeah. I there did not. I did not see a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of holiday going on. So uh, get get in. You've only got another five days, folks. Get in the holiday spirit. You're you're bringing everybody down, and by everybody, I mean me, because the world revolves around me as far as I'm concerned. Um, and and I'm uh, sitting here complaining about a 
a child that won't clean up her stuff, but uh, at the same time, I am the axis around which uh, the rest of the universe uh, uh, rotates if you're uh, into into those types of uh, scientific beliefs. Gosh, we're already at the bottom of the hour. We've we've half done it. We're going to we're going to take a little break. We're going to listen to a St. Louis treasure. Mr. Donnie Hathaway sing us out. And then we'll be back in the second half. How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas The fireside's blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas Will be a very special Christmas And cards are here My world is filled with cheer and you From the first Friday in November all the way up until the last Friday before Christmas with a different James Brown Christmas song every week because James Brown Friday does not stop just because we're in the holiday season. That's the kind of guy that James Brown was. He had a whole album of Christmas music and not just James singing your traditional Christmas carols, although he did a few of those as well. Um, Merry Christmas, baby, I know he did. Uh, But no, he came up with his own Christmas songs because James Brown was the hardest working man in show business. He was the godfather of soul. And irony of all ironies, he passed away on Christmas Day, 2006. Another great singer who has a uh, very broad Christmas catalog, uh, Dean Martin, also died on Christmas Day in 1995. So uh, I don't know what to say about that other than the fact that uh, I, uh, I have a lot of uh, relatively useless trivia at my disposal. Um, don't know math, but I can tell you when Dean Martin died. It's Impolite Company's Wind Down Friday. I am your host, Yale Hollander. I am joined, of course, by the delightful Annalicia Coker. Hello, Annalicia Coker. Hello, Yale Hollander. We were talking before the break 
about our, our fallen comrade, Meredith Hopping, who was supposed to be here this morning, but she's a bit under the weather. And I, uh, we were talking about some of the shows that, that we attended and participated in last night. And uh, the early show that I went to last night was, uh, as I in- indicated before, Yours, Mine, and Ours, hosted by Meredith and our impolite company cousin, Sam Lyons. Uh, they had a major announcement. Uh, last night at their show, uh, which was uh, delightful. Um, in addition to, uh, of course, Meredith and Sam, they had uh, Janelle Lardizabal on, uh, Carly Lawrence, a friend of the We Are Live franchise, uh, Steph Bright from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and uh, the increasingly hilarious Rich Braun. I mean, he's always been funny, but he is getting funnier and funnier and funnier. He's just like he's his humor is steeping. It's intensifying. Um, so in addition to that, they also made an announcement uh, that they are changing venues. They uh, had been at Gazelig, uh, the bottle shop and uh, uh, beer forward um, bar in the Grove. Um they uh, have been the host of the show for uh, its its run, which started earlier this year. Uh, they are moving come January to the conglomeration of the TikTok Tavern slash Steve's Hot Dogs uh, on Magnolia Avenue, just east of uh, South Grand. So congratulations to them. For nailing down new venues, it's 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 new venue uh, 2019 uh, for uh, a few members of the Impolite Company family. Uh, my show, Coffee Break, uh, is making the move from uh, Foam to the Monocle, uh, which is in the Grove. So you'll still be able to catch at least one member of the Impolite Company family hosting a show in the Grove. We're just going to be moving a bit uh, west. So look for that. Our next show is January the 11th, and it's headlined by the delightful Angela Smith, who happened to be the host for the second show uh, that I was at last night, one in which I participated. That was the St. Louis Independent Comedy uh, second annual holiday show at the Heavy Anchor. Uh, Many, many of our fine local comics uh, were there last night doing various sketches and presentations. Uh, I did... Uh, a very disturbing and unpleasant uh, bastardization, if I can say that on the air, uh, of uh, a, a Dylan Thomas uh, epic poem. I don't know that it would qualify as an epic poem, but the uh, the great uh, monologue, A Child's Christmas at Wales, um, I um, uh, reconfigured and reimagined that. Um, I'm probably just going to let you, um, the gentle listener, uh, talk to somebody who was at the show. Uh, I don't think I even want to get into the uh, highly sensitive nature of uh, what I did to that particular presentation. But that was not the only late comedy offering last night. There was also a little thing at the improv shop on the side stage last night that you might know a thing or two about, Annalicia. You know, it's I a might. it's yeah. a boob. It's a gun. It's boob gun. Boob gun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the comedy show that makes you snort. <laughs> it was so much fun. We had our biggest crowd yet. My best friend from kindergarten surprised me and came. Wow. 
Lindsay Zollner, if you're out there, my girl. Uh... There was a huge, beautiful surprise. It was really cool. It all took place in the doomsday bunker of the, our characters, Bev and Jerry Wysander, Christian Lawrence and I put together. Um, so the whole thing uh, took place in the bunker. It was a holiday talent show. And uh, among the uh, talent show contestants were Max Levin, uh, who played a, uh, a guy who was born on a Grateful Dead tour. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, he he hacky sacked an orange. Uh, Aaron Pazderka uh, played the ukulele and hula hooped at the same time. Uh, Michaela Moore did uh, did a set, and uh, Alexis Winford was an Elvis impersonator. That just it was dumb. Guys, it was great. I'm I you had to be there. I can't. Please come again. Yeah, oh, Alexis is a tremendous character actor she she gets into it and oh. and she sells it man uh she uh when uh, our good friend uh zach stovall formerly of st louis uh formerly of memphis formerly of st louis now of new york city he used to have his fancy things show and alexis um used to used to be in that as well and uh she <laughs> One one time she was uh, a uh, a very pushy waiter uh, <laughs> during that, and she actually was serving um, hors d'oeuvres during the show. I mean, there were legitimate hors d'oeuvres, uh, uh, and and but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Gosh, she is also my roommate, and I'll tell you what, she's a joy and a treasure and a gift in my life. Yes. So well, I'm I'm sorry that I had to miss that, um, but I'm glad that we have such an abundance of of comedic and improvisational and sketch based offerings that on a Thursday night at ten o'clock you could be in any number of venues in this town uh, and still catch a show. So it's, it's pretty cool. That it it is it's yeah. it's, it's awesome. Um, however. There, of course, are some issues that we do uh, continue to contend with in in our fair city, and unfortunately, um, one of those has to do with with crime. There, there, there is a bit of a a, a crime issue in this town, uh, as there is in just about any town. I mean, let's face it; um, you know, crime is crime is everywhere. People are people are sinning left and right. Um, but it seems that we have reached a new level of innovation when it comes to crime in St. Louis. I don't know if you heard the story this week on Alicia, but um, a tiny house was stolen. What? Yes, you know the no! the, the the tiny house craze uh, has finally reached St. Louis. Um, you know there there is just this new. Uh, New thing now, I guess, with people, you know, not wanting to, to take up uh, too large of a carbon or a physical footprint. Uh, people into hyper-efficiency uh, who are seriously, seriously uh, downsizing their domiciles to the point to where people are actually living in houses uh, which can be put on wheels and moved. And we're not talking about a mobile home. We're not talking about, you know, like an RV or, you know, uh, a trailer or something like that. We're talking about an actual house that sits on ground 
in many cases, it's even lofted. It has a second floor. But, yeah, somebody stole a tiny house this week. That must be, like, the most terrifying thing. Because that's, like, you're, like, you know, you get your car stolen. It's really upsetting. And you have. And I have. Uh, it's It's... Awful losing your car, but losing your house. The, the tiny homes are usually attached, like often attached to trailers by your car. Yeah, right. Like they're pulled. Yeah. So do they get, have their house and their car stolen? No, uh, it was uh, the the house was I guess in the process of being completed. It was not yet one hundred percent finished. Uh, I believe it was still on a trailer at that time, and somebody just came along and. And, and took it. Now, the story does have a happy ending oh, in, in, in that the, the, the house was located. But, but here's the complication that I'm trying to work through. Okay. You know, clearly a police report had to be made. Yes. And when you give a police report, one of the first things that the police will ask you is your name and address. <gasps> oh. So if you have a tiny house and you don't know where it is, how do you tell the police where you live? It's like, <laughs> can we have your address, ma'am? Well, that's why I came to you. I don't know what my address is. My house is missing. That's amazing. Well, what's really amazing is that the house was found, oh. um, which certainly gives new meaning to um, the term house hunters. Um, <laughs> you know, because there is... There is, if I'm not mistaken, and my wife would be able to fact check me on this because she watches all of them. Um, there is a tiny house hunters now. I believe, really? Where people, yeah, uh, go around and, and and shop around for for very small homes. So it'd be interesting to see tiny house hunters basically kind of mashed up with like CSI or something like that, where they're literally hunting for the tiny house, which is at <laughs> large. I'll tell you, I'm actually. Kind of a not with ti- I, not tiny houses, but like houses made out of vans. I'm like obsessed with. I've wanted to live out of a van since I was like twelve. Wow, you are a child of the seventies, even though you're really not. And uh, I, uh, my my friend Mary Stansfield and I, uh, when we were kids, we used to write these stories about Joe Bob down by the river. In, in a cardboard box. She was like this homeless girl during the 30s. And we had this whole thing. We were like obsessed with being homeless. I don't know why. I don't know where I'm going with this. So now I am like my goal in life. I want to save up enough money. To, to be homeless? A, I want to buy a oh. Ford Transport van. The full sized one. And I want to turn it into a little mini home. I watch YouTube videos of it constantly. Or like schoolies where they turn school buses into homes. I'm obsessed with it. Why would you want to turn a school bus into a home? It is. Watch the videos online. It is the coolest thing. They can put a shower in there. They can do all kinds of stuff. But still no seatbelts. No seatbelts. That's great. Why? Oh, man. I want to do it. I want to have a tiny, little tiny house with... Uh, in a Ford Transit va- transport van, and uh, I want to just drive all of Route 66. Wow. From that's, Chicago to Santa Monica. That's what I want to do, baby. That is that is some ambition. But let's let's be honest here. I mean, school buses aren't exactly the most comfortable ride to begin with. Well, 
I think you, it's you yeah. put the weight of a house in there as well. Well, I mean, if the dri- I'm sure the driver has a nice seat. Yeah, I I guess, but th- then you know, do you spend that time that you're driving constantly yelling at everybody in the back of the house to be quiet? <laughs> oh man, I had my school bus. Do you take the stop sign off? That's what I want to know. Do you take the the you know because the the stop sign on a school That's... bus? I mean, it's got the power to grind traffic to a halt. That's a lot of power for a you know somebody like a school bus driver to wield, and yet they they do it every day. Or what about the like cow catcher thing on the front of it that swings out so oh, that kids yeah. can't go wandering into the street? I mean, what could you use that for? Could you use that? Oh, I know what you could use that for. And maybe even the stop sign, too, is like if you're going to use it for a house, then instead of like a no solicitor sign, you know, if you see, you know, somebody coming up to the uh, somebody coming up to the house that you don't want to deal with, like a vacuum cleaner salesman or something like that. Is that even a thing anymore? We bought a vacuum from a vacuum cleaner salesman in oh, like man. 1992. There's a there's a there's another episode oh. right there. Uh, you just swing that cow catcher out and it like swats people away i love that now before people start reading too much into it i do not advocate the use of the swinging cow catcher against mormon missionaries and jehovah's witnesses because that would be a hate crime but solicitors vacuum cleaner salesmen oh and and leave the girl scouts alone too i mean buy the cookies for crying out loud you know i'm wondering you can get arrested for, like, impersonating a cop, right? So if you have an old cop car, you have to, like, change certain things. Can you get arrested for impersonating a school bus driver? Yes, but um, instead of a ticket, you get detention. Oh, wow, 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 wow. You get ISS. You get in-school suspension, which apparently is a thing. Um, I'm married to a teacher. I still don't understand it. Yes, you're being punished by going to school but not going to school. Yeah. I guess it's better than being punished by not going to school and staying home, mm-hmm. playing Xbox. Because, you know, it was really fun when, you, you know, you got ISS or OSS, but then, you know, we would always joke like, oh, ASS, we're in fifth grade and that's funny to spell out. I think you can that. spell it on the air. I don't know. Can we, I spell out ASS? Well, we'll find out when we listen to this later on. If it's bleeped out, we'll know that uh, – you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to do that. Mm, he double hockey sticks. Uh oh. Uh oh. No. You know what? We are not going to have time this morning for your book report. That's okay. Oh man. Wah, what, a, wah. what a shame. What a shame. You spent all that time this week reading that. What book again was it that you read this week? Uh, the 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 Christmas veal. The Christmas veal. Oh yes, by Stephen King, but Stephen with a V, not with mm-hmm. a PH. That's the other. Stephen King. One. That's a shame. V for Veal. That we will not be able to. Uh, v for Veal. Wow. And Stephen. But not the Stephen with the PH. Um, so, gosh, that's a shame. And with next week Christmas being over, um, I'm afraid you've read that book in vain. Ugh. Let's break my heart. Come up, with a, come up with another book next week. But it is time. For the Wind Down Friday comedy rundown of all of the good comedy stuff coming up in the next week. And there is quite a bit of it. So let's start with tonight. Tonight being Friday, December the 21st, in case for some reason we get desperate enough to rerun this show. 
Tonight is Impolite Company Presents Quentin's Comedy Birthday. That's at the Crack Fox on Olive Downtown. Impolite Company, of course, is the... uh, the uh, parent and overlord of this particular show. Uh, that is uh, ordinarily Chris Sears' show. Uh, he's uh, often the showrunner and uh, frequent host of that show. But this month, Quentin Wilbert, our good friend Quentin Wilbert, uh, who sometimes also uh, hosts uh, Wildcard Comedy uh, at, uh, at at the Crow's Nest, um, He's going to be hosting the show tonight because it's his comedy birthday. Uh, it's coming up. I forget what anniversary this is for him. Uh, but we're going to be celebrating Quentin, and he has uh, uh, packed the show with some fabulous comics. Lauren Peterson, a musical comic. She's got a ukulele. She's, she's charming. She's funny. Uh, Justin Luke, Ella Fritz, and, of course, Chris Sear, all on the list tonight. $7 at the door. Some of those proceeds will end up going to Planned Parenthood. Uh, the other proceeds go to the comics themselves. So uh, pack the house. I'll be there um, drinking coffee at the bar because uh, that's what I do at the Crack Fox. Saturday, that's tomorrow, 8 p.m., a fest for the rest at the Monocle. Uh, Kate Barton. Ryan Dalton, former St. Louis oh. is coming in from Memphis for that show. Will O'Donnell, uh, who killed it last week at uh, the Funny Bone uh, as the uh, as an opener. He was fabulous. Brendan Olson, Adam Hoppy, Ryan Berger, Shannon Yarbrough, Lauren Peterson again, Doug Morris. Oh, Zach Noe Towers, formerly of St. Louis, now of Los Angeles. Plus, there will be Burlesque by Pola Blue, Improv by the Shock the Monkey comedy, Improv Comedy Team. Uh, that show is $8 if you buy your tickets today in advance. Uh, $10 at the door tomorrow night at the Monocle, one of the great rooms for comedy and entertainment in St. Louis. Also at 8 p.m. tomorrow night, it's the South City Comedy Series at Apotheosis Comics on South Grand. Ron Finger occasional co-host of this show uh, will be hosting tomorrow night with the great Marquise Moore, Lucas Hinderleiter, me, yeah, Yale Hollander, and it says here, Annalisa Coker. Oh, so you can see both of us tomorrow night at South City Comedy Series at Apotheosis Comics on South Grand, or you can go to the improv shop uh, for Comedy Showcase at the shop. That show is at $8.15, $10. Meredith Hopping, who hopefully will be in better health by then. Lucas Hinderleiter uh, and Stefan Hightower will be on that show, uh, and that is Saturday night. On Sunday, yes, that's right, there is a show on Sunday. Um, Technically not an independent comedy show because it is at Helium Comedy Club, but it is a 100% local show, 730. uh, Home for the Holidays, Comedy Showcase, Lucas Hinderleiter, Chris Sear, Shannon Yarbrough, Libby Higgins, Bobby Jaycox, and Vincent Bryant on that show. Your host will be Yale Hollander. What? That's right. I will be uh, hosting that show. I believe the tickets are twelve dollars. Uh, Helium Comedy Club at St. Louis Galleria on Monday, Christmas Eve, and Tuesday, Christmas Day. 
you will stay home, you will turn on TBS, and you will watch the Christmas Story Marathon because there is no live comedy to be had on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, uh, of course, uh, there is uh, Wild Card Comedy uh, at the Crow's Nest at uh, 10.30 p.m., uh, but there's also Sorry, Please Continue. 2018 is the theme. So there will be storytellers uh, talking about uh, interesting things that happened to them in the year 2018. They will be continuously interrogated, harassed, and otherwise interrupted by the sublime comedy team of Jeremy Helwig and Kenny Kynes. And they will be joined on the couch or the three chairs, depending on how they've got it set up, uh, by Ben Johnson. Comedian Ben Johnson. Uh, that's at the Heavy Anchor. Five bucks for that on Wednesday night. Thursday, but of course, our friends at We Are Live present Free Comedy Thursday at Southtown Pub. Andrew Frank is your headliner with Spencer Tegmeyer and Angela Smith in tow. That will be a fantastic show. Or you can head over for more free comedy at the Heavy Anchor on Gravoid, 5226 Gravoid. For St. Louis Comedy Digest, this is a show that's put together and hosted by Tony Gardner. And this month he's got Tommy, uh, Tommy Mosslander, Tom Brown, Max Price, and Yale Hollander. That is Thursday night, St. Louis Comedy Digest, for free at the Heavy Anchor. Anything exciting that I have, uh, that I have missed that you want to let the... The good folks of St. Louis and everywhere else know about. No, you know, uh, the, the the improvised picture show will be on Thursday also at the improv shop. Uh, they play a movie and then they improvise the lines. Uh, the movie's silent, you know, so they could do that. But that, I'm not in it. Uh, that's it, man. Cool. I'm cool. I don't have anything until that Saturday. And we'll talk about that on Friday. We will talk about that on the next Wind Down Friday but for now, this is Yale Hollander for Annalisa Coker. Thank you for listening, and take it away, Chairman. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good, for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry Better not pout You're listening to WGNU St. Louis Operating on 920 AM and K295CQ on 106.9 FM.